You're listening to the Summer Camp Music Festival Podcast with your host, Camp Counselor Derek. Ahoy, campers! Welcome back to episode three of the Summer Camp Music Festival Podcast. Now, if you listen to the first two episodes, uh, I didn't mention it, but that sexy announcer voice that you hear at the beginning of the podcast is Camp Counselor Kyle, and I thank him for introducing me each week. I am Camp Counselor Derek, and let me tell you, those first two episodes were recorded a little while back and kind of a trial run, but things are really shaping up now. And today, we have one of the men who started it all. We have Al Schneer from Mo. So if I sound a little extra excited, that's because I am. Um, I just want to say, please subscribe to us. Uh, if you know, the more listeners I get, the uh, the better this thing will go. So uh, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, as usual, if you have a good story and you want to tell me about that, you can find me at podcast at summercampfestival.com. I'll also be accepting your questions, comments, concerns, or uh, criticisms, I suppose. Feel free to email me there. We've got some great stuff coming up, though. This podcast is shaping up. We've got Keller Williams coming up. We've got Oliver Wood coming up. Dave Johnston from Yonder Mountain String Band. Matt Butler from Everyone Orchestra. We're going to do an on-the-road special where I play a bunch of stuff from some of the newcomers to camp. So I will make these intros short from now on. I am going to answer, answer a couple questions that I have found. So we'll jump right into that. Attention campers, lunch has been canceled today due to lack of hustle. Deal with it. Uh, can I bring a pet? Uh, the answer is no. No, you can't bring a pet. Leave your pets at home. No pets of any kind allowed. Uh, are there campfires allowed is a good question. And... The answer is no, although there is a big fire pit that is out by the the barn and the campfire stage, and that's a great place to unwind at the end of the night. Uh, Will my car be searched when I enter the park? Will anything be searched? Uh, The vehicles are not searched to enter the parking lot at summer camp. However, your items will be searched as you enter the festival campgrounds, And, and remember you can't bring alcohol in, so... Good luck there, and um, oh, th- this includes RVs and RVs and cars will be uh, searched it, as they're entering in the grounds. So uh, it's it, you're only searched once you're actually entering the festival grounds, but the parking lot, your your car is not searched as you enter the parking lot. And uh, I've got some questions from the summer camp Facebook group, which I urge you all to check out. Uh, let's see, Gage Alexander wrote. Do they announce VIP exclusive sets before the festival? And the answer is yes. And probably by the time you're hearing this, that schedule should be set and possibly released. So they will announce the VIP exclusive sets uh, before you get there. And keep an eye out for that. Uh, It's actually coming up a couple weeks from now, but you'll be hearing this a couple weeks from now anyway. So maybe right around this time this comes out. Uh, Anne Bazelli writes that what are the best uh, arrival times for each day for better planning? Please and thanks. 
Uh, it's a great question, Anne, and it's really tough because I've found that it's changed over the years. Um, the gates open at noon on, on Thursday, and last year people started getting there Wednesday night and stayed through the night. Um, I, I don't think they probably want me to encourage that. Best times to get there. Uh, you know, one thing you should know is the process of getting in and setting up takes a couple hours. You know, you, you got to lug your stuff in, you got to set up. Um, so just plan for that. Uh, the line, it, it depends on the time of day. When the gates open, the line's going to be a little longer. So maybe try to avoid uh, that time. Uh, for many years, I arrived midday on Thursday to try to make the evening shows uh, for the pre-party on Thursday. So on Friday, it's hard to say. I'd suggest really early or around noon. Um, I believe the gates open at 8 on Friday. And I'm sure people will be will be lined up for that. You know, you also got to consider, though, that some people probably are trying to get out early Friday and don't get out as early as they want. So, you know, I I really don't know what to tell you, honestly. Uh, just try not to be there maybe right when the gates open. Maybe allow yourself, you know, a little early, a little later, or something like that. Uh, I hope that helps, Anne. I know it's a very vague answer. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's a plant. Billy Joel Hart. Uh, that's Camp Counselor Jojo, for those of you listening. She said, I'd really like to know how it all started. She said, I was like seven when the first scamp went down. Give me the deets. Uh, thanks for rubbing that in, Jojo, that you were seven when the first camp started. Because uh, I think I was 22. Uh, but uh, you are in luck, Jojo, because our guest today is going to tell you all about that and how it started. So I will leave that for Al. Robert, Camp Counselor Robert, said he'd like to hear some of my favorite moments. Here's the problem, Robert. Uh, a lot of the stories that I would like to tell, I probably shouldn't tell on a podcast uh, that is, you know, essentially promoting the festival. If you guys ever see me out at camp, I'd be happy to tell you some of those stories. Uh, some are inappropriate, and, and, and a lot of the memories over the years are just hazy. But there's a couple things that are obvious. I, uh, I love being on stage to announce Mo each year now as a camp counselor. Uh, the Everyone Orchestra show last year, getting to be a guest conductor for that was incredible. That's easily my favorite summer camp memory. Now, as for the music, I just I ran through the years and looked at all the bands and tried to make a quick list of things that really stuck out in my mind over the years. Um, one thing I used to love every year, and, and they're, they're not playing summer camp anymore, uh, uh, 56 Hope Road used to be a fixture at summer camp, and some of my favorite memories are watching them on the camping stage, which was just, uh, back then, just a cement slab in the early days, and, uh, I really enjoyed those times, I love seeing those guys. Uh, and a shout out to Greg Fundus, who is in Old Shoe and, uh, various bands, so he, he's still there. And um, let's see, the Wood Brothers, early on, I remember they played, uh, like the first year they had added the campfire stage, and, and honestly it was kind of a rickety stage at the time. Uh, I remember the Wood Brothers being out there late at night and just blowing my mind. Uh, Vince Herman emceeing as Santa Claus one year, I, I can't recall which year it was, but Vince Herman is the lead singer of Leftover Salmon, and uh, he came out in... It was really hot that year, and he was in a full Santa Claus getup, and in between every band, he would just come out and 
play a song or just say something silly and and uh, I got a big kick out of that. For 20, for 20, for 20 long years, I've smoked lots of reefer and I've drank lots of beer. Every day for 20, Summer Campbell settled a score. Cause for 20 long years, it's been 20 past four. Everybody sing it. Well, for 20, for 20, for 20 long years, I smoked lots of reefer. Uh, there's a couple other things I made notes of here. I enjoy the band Assembly of Dust a lot. I really enjoyed both of the years of sit-ins with Umphreys McGee, with uh, Gene Ween and, and Umphreys McGee as God Boner. I'm a big Ween fan. I enjoyed that. I'm also a Huey Lewis fan, and I enjoyed Huey Lewis and the Rumors. Um, that was that was a trip to see, uh, just something you'd never expect to see at summer camp. Uh, there was a Blind Melon reunion that was really cool. Blind Melon, of course, their lead singer uh, died many years ago, and um, they had kind of a reunion of the band with a young guy who just totally slayed the vocals on uh, uh, Shannon Hoon the, was the original singer and they had they had a younger guy sitting in with them singing Shannon Hoon's vocals and just doing a great job with it. That's a short list that I made. So we're going to move on now to um, my interview with Al. Uh, the one thing I do need to mention about it, uh, all you really need to, know, need to know for this interview is that we talk about the Everyone Orchestra. So you, you probably need to know what the Everyone Orchestra is. The Everyone Orchestra is a rotating cast of musicians, and it is conducted by Matt Butler, who runs it. And, and each time the Everyone Orchestra plays, it's a, it's a new set of people. Now they go up there not having any idea what they're going to play and Matt will hold up a dry erase board and and start them off. Maybe give them a key, uh, maybe give them a mood uh, to play in and he will kind of conduct each person and bring each person in and out of, of the song. Um, so that's all you need to know uh, because Al and I do talk a little bit about Everyone Orchestra and uh, my experience conducting that last year. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here is the interview with Al Schneer of Mo. And another thing I should mention, we had some audio difficulties, so you will notice an audio shift halfway through the interview. Uh, there's a little bit of a learning curve here, and we're still trying to work out the kinks, so uh, bear with us. But here we go. Here's Al. 
Um, so, hey, we'll jump right in. Uh, I'm here with Al from Mo, and um, we. I, normally I'll, I'll start off by asking somebody how many summer camps they've been to, but I don't think I need to do that with you. I think I know the answer, and uh, I think it's the same number of summer camps that I've been to, actually. Yeah, it's it's been great. I mean, summer camp has come a long way, um, and it's, it's, it's still one of my favorites. Um, I love it. It's the cool thing about summer camp too, is every year you go back and I mean, it feels really good to go back, but it's nice cause it really feels like it kicks off summer. Yeah, for sure. Um, before we get too deep into summer camp, uh, conversation, I'm asking everybody as the standard first question, what was your first concert? My first, my very first concert was, um, uh, was actually the captain in Daniil. Um, my, my, my parents took my sister and I to go see the captain and Tennille at the New York state fair when we were little kids. This was, you know, back in the seventies and they had a television show and, um, it was a pretty big deal. That was my first concert. <laughs> one of the one of the things I'm doing is cutting in little clips of uh, of who, whoever the band is that people name, and uh, that's going to be a great one to cut in. I, I can't wait can't wait to hear a little bit of that. Oh yeah. Um, and that that was the first concert that had an impact on you. Um. Well, I mean, I guess so. I mean, it was the first concert I went to. Um, you know, the first. You know, it's funny. The first rock concert I went to wasn't even a rock concert. I got to go see the Charlie Daniels band at one point in in a hockey rink. And it was like, you know, at the height of like when Charlie Daniels was a pop band, you know, when the devil went down to Georgia was on the radio. But it was great. It was like during that time when rock concerts were were just, you know, where they were just a little bit out of control, you know, like people. <laughs> people snuck whiskey into concerts and they would light off fireworks inside the arena and stuff. And, you know, I mean, it was great. And I went with my dad again, who was, you know, my dad was not, you know, was not a rock concert guy. He was totally conservative. He was like a social worker. He was a state employee. And, but, you know, he took me cause I wanted to go. And, um, and it was great just being in this completely like raucous, you know, rowdy scene of all these people. The devil opened up his case and he said, I'll start this show. And fire flew from his fingertips as he rosined up his bow. And he pulled his bow across the strings and it made an evil hiss. Then a band of demons joined in and it sounded something like this.
to go there as a kid, uh, I mean, I was you know, maybe 11 or 12 years old or something when he took me and see that, that made a big impression on me. I was like, yes, this is what I want to do. This is awesome. I want to go to rock concerts all the time. This is so much fun. I had a couple of those moments. Uh, lighter lighter rock as I was about 10 years behind you, but... Uh... Uh, and, and then eventually, like, the first Horde Festival for me was, was a big deal. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That kind of combined all of my musical interests in, in one and, and uh, kind of solidified my interest in jam bands. I could see that. Of course, that was before jam band was a term, but... Right. So um, how did the relationship between uh, you and Jay Goldberg Entertainment, Jay and Ian, start? Um, I... I, I think I said in an email to you, I assume it was originally you were uh, booked by them to play, uh, you know, a bar or something. But uh, how did that kind of blossom into summer camp after uh, the summer sessions was a success the year before summer camp started? Well, that, that's what it was. It was because of the summer sessions. Um, and we we loved the site. Um it was because of summer sessions and we went there. I remember after that summer, um, having a conversation with the guys in the band and that site in particular was one of the ones that, that we remembered from that tour. And we said, you know, if we could do something like that every year in a place like that and just make it a whole weekend and make it a destination event, um, you know, that would be, that would be fantastic. Um, we should get in touch with the promoter, see if they'd want to do it, see if we can make it a camping weekend long thing. And, you know, it'd be great if we could do one there, do one in New York, maybe do one on the West coast. You know, that was sort of our, our, our idea. And, you know, instead of touring the whole country for the summer, like we just wanted to do four of those. When did Modon start in relation to all of that? Uh, it was right around the same time. Um, and um, that's, you know, that's kind of where, you know, where the idea was born from. Like, we just wanted to be able to to have these, you know, these events that we could sort of park ourselves regionally and have everybody, have everybody just come to the event. Um, and... Ian was totally on board with it. Um, and, you know, it, it took a while to build it, obviously. Um, but, the, you know, they've, they've built it into to this great thing. It's, it's far surpassed, you know, anything having to do with, with us or the, the, the thing that we had uh, initially conceived. And, um, you know, we, we owe all of that to, to them uh, to to their team to the the people that that, that work on the on the event um, and it's you know it's, it's largely because we stay out of the way. <laughs> it's it's been interesting getting to see a little bit of the behind the scenes as a as a camp counselor. There's so much that you know I'm glad that I don't have to think about and uh, and when and when I'm there, uh, yeah, I'm a camp counselor, but I'm I'm there to enjoy myself first and foremost, which which I hope is the case for the bands. Well, you know, it's, it's, a, you know, obviously we enjoy ourselves while we're there, but, you know, we're still there to work at the same time. Of course. So yeah. you have to be, 
you know, you have to be mindful of that. And, you know, there, there were some years at summer camp, uh, particularly the years when I was playing with Floodwood. I remember there were a couple of years where I did four sets on top of the six or seven sets that Mo would do. And then I was playing with everyone orchestra and then there were like sit-ins or other stuff that I was doing. So I was like pushing 15 sets over the course of the weekend and it was, it was nuts. It, it, you know, it got to be a lot anyway. So yeah, I can to, imagine it started to feel like, you know, like jazz fest or something like that. So, um, <laughs> you know, and I, I love summer camp, but I would be just be ragged. My voice would be shot by the end of the weekend and, you know, well, there's a little bit of that from the fan perspective too. Of you can't, I or at least I can't see everything I want to, and right. my my legs don't hold out, and uh, you know I just can't do it anymore. Right. Yeah. No, that's true too. Yeah. It's it's hard. Um, you know, when we when we did the summer session um, show there, it was just the one stage, and you you know you didn't have five stages, and the music didn't go all weekend long, and you know, then as it as it grew, I mean, Thursday wasn't even a thing. You know, people were just there was an early entry yep. on Thursday. But I mean, now Thursday is a full day of music, full day and night of music. I mean, it's just crazy how much music there is now. And it's it's great. I love it. You uh, you mentioned everyone orchestra um, and I'm pretty excited about the late night show that was announced recently. Um, by the time that people are hearing this, it'll have been released for a while. But uh, we just found out that you are playing a, a Mo EO show, Mo Everyone Orchestra show in the yeah. barn. Yeah. And and uh we we have that in in common from from last year. Um I was I was a guest conductor um oh, that's right. for Matt Butler. Yeah, you did a great and, job too. Oh man, it was a lot of fun. Uh we'll we'll play a little bit of that here. Um so, you know, I I got up there and I, I didn't really know what I was doing. I was studying Matt the whole time. And, uh, and, and I've, I've told a bunch of people this, you can just see my head getting bigger throughout the thing. Like I started off really meager and modest and, and then by the end of it, I was jumping up and down, raising my hands in the air. Right. Um, Oh no, you did great. It was awesome. Uh, one of the things I, that just popped into my head during that was I wrote Al Dirty. (laughs) And I wondered if, if you remembered that and if, if that threw you off or if you, if it, did you were you just trying to find the right effect on your guitar, or yeah, did you wonder what the yeah, heck I, mean, I was thinking? No, that's that's great direction. I mean, Matt Matt will write stuff like that too. That's I mean that's perfect. That's great.
you know, that's that that's you know, sometimes he'll he'll give us direction, you know, like it'll say floating or you know, falling or you know, different things. It's not necessarily musical cues so much as just about um the the aesthetic, I guess, that he's sort of going for, you know, and it's up to us to interpret it somehow. Um so yeah, no, that was perfect. Do you uh is that a refreshing process to go in without knowing what you're gonna play or is it a little bit nerve wracking? Does it kind of take you back to the early days of playing or is it or is it just a good freedom to have? It's it's all of those things. It's great. It's <laughs> It's, 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 it's scary. It's daunting. Um, it can be nerve wracking. And at the same time, it's, it's completely, um, it's completely freeing. Uh, there's this, this, it's, um, it's, it's very liberating. That's, that's the thing. There's this great process, um, that, that you go through because you get to, it's it's cleansing in a lot of ways i guess you know it's great and and the cool thing about it is you know through everyone orchestra i've i've made so many great friends you get to play with all these various combos of people that i wouldn't have met otherwise um and and like you said you go in without any material without any homework um and you're making it up on the fly and you do it in cooperation with all of these people and it's a really cool way to get to know people <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I certainly felt welcomed by everyone, and that was that was really cool. Because I I generally, if I mean, I've probably b- been in proximity of you a number of times, and I I'm just the kind of person like I, I don't want to bug anybody. Uh, so it was nice to be involved in that process a little bit. And, yeah, and... you did great. Well, thanks. Yeah. Um, Oh, I I seem to recall a couple years back at summer camp, you were playing a lot of keyboards. You had some problems with your hand. Was that right? Uh, was it arthritis uh, or? No, I had uh, I had some pretty I had pretty severe tendonitis. Um, oh, tendonitis. Yeah, and it was it was all like I mean it was carpal tunnel here, but I mean it was like it was my whole arm. It kind of went all the way back to my neck, and um, it got to a point where like my whole arm had kind of kind of gotten shorter <laughs> it, was, it was bizarre um and it really was just because because of a lot of repetitive motion stuff and i wasn't wasn't taking care of it wasn't stretching it wasn't being really mindful about you know how to how to play guitar all day long and then also be on a computer all day long at the same time you know this there's a lot of work that that, that we do that isn't that people maybe don't think of, um, you know, especially in our world. I mean, we're, we're independent bands for the most part. And I mean, even now more so than ever, I mean, Mo has been self-managing these days. And so we're, you know, I'm spending more time. In fact, my, my arm has been acting up recently just because I've been spending so much time on the computer. Um, and that, you know, that really gets to me. And so the combination of that and playing guitar all day long, just, kind of um just wore out my arm but through some you know physical rehab and and a lot of massage therapy i was able to fix it and now i just have to be careful about spending too much time on a computer and i just need to be careful and stretch it yeah well we're glad that you're back in uh full form as far as i can tell at least from (laughs) listening to your playing 
Um, and let's talk about um, headcount. Uh, you're you're a big part of that, right? You were part of uh, setting that up. I read. Uh, yeah, you know, I used to be really actively involved with it um, early on um, in its inception. Um, Mark Brownstein and Andy Bernstein uh, reached out to me, and I was a board member early on. And so for the first, I don't know, first four or five years I think that we did it, I was I was very actively involved with it. Um, it got to a point where I was starting to spread too thin, and, and Headcount had gotten to a really good place where I felt like they didn't really need me anymore to be a part of it. Even the board had gotten really big at that point. Um, so Mo still works with, with Headcount on a pretty regular basis, um, still registering voters. They still come to Modown and Summer Camp, and they'll come to our shows, and you know we still work with them all the time, but I'm no longer a board member. I think it's more clear than ever that we need to get young people voting. <laughs> you know, and get people paying attention to to the issues. Yeah. Uh, if nothing else, you know, give people a give people a reason to want to go out and vote. Um, voter voter turnout is is you know not only our our right but uh, and and our privilege, um, but. Um, you know, when you can see when, when only 25% of the people turn out for the vote, you know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. We'll just yeah. leave that. <laughs> I hear you. Um, well, we'll, we'll swing it back around to summer camp. Um, is there any, uh, particular collaboration that you've had in the, in the past at summer camp? Um, uh, that's, I mean, I think that's a big pe- thing for people coming to the festival. It's, it's exciting to think that, there's a hundred bands there and any one of them could sit in with, with another. Is, is there one that sticks out in your mind? There have been so many over the years. It's, it's hard to pinpoint just one. Um, I was talking with, uh, with Adam from family group company last night and he mentioned alley crawl. And in my first interview with Nick Stock, the first camp counselor, he mentioned the uh, you guys did a two song set, and you'll hear some audio of that in the first podcast. Uh-huh. And uh, you guys had were sitting in with Allie Crawl, yeah. Um, so and that comes to mind because I know she's played uh, Plane Crash with you guys a couple times. I love that she has, um, you know. And it's it's really funny, Allie. It's and as soon as you said that, the uh, she's she's one of the first people that that comes to mind when I think of summer camp too um maybe it's just because of her early proximity to the area um from back in her cornmeal days or because that's where we first met um but we've had so many great experiences playing music together there um and I'm sure we'll have many many more and um, I, I maybe take it for granted that I'm always going to see Allie there and always get to play with Allie when we're there. Um, and if, if she's the only person that we ever get to play with at summer camp, that would be okay with me. <laughs> you, you seem like you were about to say something right when I, right when I jumped in there, did you have another one in mind that you were? Well, no, I mean, I, I did, but I mean, she was one of the people that I was going to mention. I was just going to say like over the years, there's just been several people that, you know, that have stood out and Allie was one of those people, um, at, you know, and that's the thing, like Allie is one of those people, you know, the guys from Umphreys, there's, there's these, these regulars that where there's, it, it just seems like, you know, Keller is another one of those people like where, 
I don't know how many times Allie, Keller, Humphreys, um, and I'm trying to think. There's There's been several where just like over the course of the last 15 years, we've all sat in with each other so many times, but it's great, and I look forward to that. And As do we. Great, you know, and that's a great part of it. And, um, you know, I mean, I would love for, um, you know, if, oh, I don't know, let's say, you know, John Modeski happened to be there with a group in a particular year, but he's not somebody who's there every year. But mm-hmm. I know that like I know I know Brennan Bayless is gonna be there every year. And if he's there and he's by the stage, I'm gonna ask him to come and play with us, you know? And same thing with Allie. And so like that part of it I love. Um and every now and then we get to do those really cool things where, you know, Bruce Hornsby's gonna come and play some songs with us. Maybe it'll be a year that Bela Fleck is there and he gets to play with us or Les Claypool or all of Fishbone or, you know, I mean, I can go yeah. on, you know, and I start thinking about oh, all the cool, cool things that we've done over the years. It, you know, summer camp makes me happy. I, I forgot about the Hornsby uh, sit in. I, I recall that. And uh, yeah, the Fishbone. I love Fishbone. That, yeah, yeah, me too. And their set was so much fun. Uh, what, two years ago, I think. All right. Well, uh, th- thanks for sharing all your memories. Do you have any other random memories? We can always cut this out if you uh, if you, you don't have any other stories about summer camp that you want to tell. You know, and some some of my favorite times, some of my favorite things at summer camp are are like those those incidental things. Um, they're like these these intangible moments. One one of my favorite one of my favorite memories of summer camp was when Steve Miller was playing. And I remember watching the set with Vinny. Um, and he was having such a great time. And he was playing air drums the entire time. He had his shirt off. He's playing air drums. And he's singing all the words to all of the songs. And it was great. I mean, I felt like I was 16 at a concert with one of my best friends. And, you know, it like I was felt, you know, like kind of one step removed from summer camp. And like, it was just like this great feeling of bliss. Cause you know, we were, we were just there just sort of having this, this great moment. And um, I've got these great pictures of him just having the time of his life.
Those are the things that I remember from summer camp. You know, that's like something I'll remember for the rest of my life is just that. And of course, like you said, it's blended into all of the other little yeah. sort of snapshots in your head. You know, those are the things I love about summer camp. Well, it's good to know that you still get to be a fan every once in a while, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> all right. Well, I know you're a busy man and you got to get going. And I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, to do the podcast, I appreciate 16 years of summer camp and um, you know numerous other shows that I've seen you guys. Um, you can find um, more information about Mo at mo.org. Uh, you guys are on Facebook. We are. We're on. We're on all the. We're on all the things. <laughs> Facebook and Twitter and and everything. All right. Well, thanks again for taking the time with us. Uh, I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. All right. Uh, we'll see you at camp. Uh, there was so much more I wanted to ask him, but we kind of ran short on time, and I thank him for being patient through the technical difficulties that we had. Now, there were various audio clips cut into that interview, and uh, one of the things that was kind of lacking in, in those clips is actual audio of Mo playing at summer camp. Well, that was kind of by design, and if you were disappointed that I didn't include a clip of Ali Crawl playing Plane Crash with Mo. Uh, that's because I was saving it for the jam of the week. You can't just play part of that song. You gotta hear the whole thing. So here we go. Here it is. This is from May 25th of 2013. And it is Mo with Allie Crawl sitting in on violin. And they're gonna play Plane Crash. I do thank you for listening. Please tune in again next week. And we will see you at camp.
Thanks everybody, we're gonna take a break and we're coming back to play another set.